but it was all brec- breakfast focused. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that again. Oh, I do that so often. I've done it like three times in the council chamber as well. Right. Hello and welcome to the Lib Dem podcast. We're back at the Tom Morrison household to uh, discuss the future of the party, Tom. Oh, this is yeah, no big issues <laughs> no to tackle yeah, with yeah. here. But um, before we get in uh, with Tom about where we want to see the, the Lib Dems going, what we think they might need to do, and we also want to open this out to you guys. Let us know what you think. You know, contact us on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook at, at @libdempod or Tom himself or myself as well. You can contact us. What what does the Lib Dem what do the Lib Dems need to do to move on? Because we're mm-hmm. at a, a period of change. Mm-hmm. I will say. I think the party's feeling a little flat. Yeah, at the I moment. agree with that. Um, and so we don't have local elections now mm-hmm. as the springboard to something else. Mm-hmm. Like like you said in the last pod that you were hoping that you might have taken control of Stockport Council. Yeah. That's now not happening mm-hmm. because the local elections have been delayed. So where do we go from now? Uh, and I suppose... Where, what, where, do we, where do we go from now? Where do we go from now? And in this kind of... Because we've lost, our, we lost the leader. Head of campaigns has... Gone. gone. So Lib Dems almost with a blank slate. Yeah. And I suppose this kind of goes in, I mean the first thing, let's talk about the leadership. That's yeah. going to be the first one. There's been a little bit of uh, niggle, yeah. I would say, online about whether we should have, like Layla, should have started her campaign yeah. already. For me personally, you know, I'm not and we're not new at this. We can see all the candidates have already started their campaign. <laughs> yeah. Some are just being slightly more subtle than others. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Um, but so the leadership. So is that going to be the? Is that going to be a key point for us? So I, I don't. I'm of a minority in the party where I think we should have gone. We should have done a leadership election sooner rather than later. Oh, okay. So I have a a, a theory that um, politics is, and again, I'm kind of showing my that I cut my teeth in Liverpool here is that I see politics as a boxing match mm-hmm. and I think if you're on the canvas for longer than 10 seconds you're out yeah. and so I'm very much a believer that you've got to pick yourself up and just crack on again however we are where we are yeah. um, and I, do, I don't think the leader is as big a deal as probably people would like to make out I, I think that is yeah I, I actually agree with you I think I, I think a lot of people again use the leadership as an excuse yeah. sometimes to not do something or to mm-hmm. say oh well what has the leader done I'm just not going to do anything now or something yeah. like that but I think the one thing the leadership election could do is energise the membership actually because they have to they have to go out yeah. and meet them yeah yeah that, that, I think that's true um, and it did the last leadership election it did do that mm-hmm. it was um, and we had you know two fantastic candidates who were coming from, who, you know, broadly agreed on the same things, but came at it from very different ways. And, but also we had the context of everything that was going on with Brexit and yeah. we just had the European elections. And so there was a different vibe there. Um, I think the chances are it might be, well, for the initial part, it will probably be a wider kind of slate of candidates. Yeah. And that's only a good thing yeah. because they'll cover more ground. And do you think actually, because... I've, I've literally just, you've kind of twinged something in the grey matter in my brain there, where you were saying, you know, because it was all about Brexit. Mm. And, and Joe and Ed were both brilliant. Uh, I thought Ed had a very good campaign. I, I voted for Joe, but I thought Ed impressed mm. a lot during yeah. his campaign. It was all Brexit related. Mm. And so the problem 
now, or actually, no, not the problem now. The good thing now is actually the leadership candidates mm. can say, actually, this is what I envision yeah. for the future. Yeah. There's no longer Brexit in the back. I mean, there'll be t- chat of, do we want to rejoin or what? Mm. Are, obviously, Europe's going to be part of the question. Yeah. But actually, what the Lib Dems will have to do, because we're not going to be campaigning to rejoin in four years' time. Yeah. I just don't see that. I mean, the membership will have their say, but I just, I think yeah. that's... It'll be too early. Yeah, I you know, agree. you've got you, we've got to we've got to allow the other sides not allow the other sides victory, but so to speak, they've they've got to own their mistake yeah, before we say so. actually you were completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, completely. But, you know, who knows? Might still be in a transition period by then, depending on how coronavirus affects yeah, yeah. it and everything else. Um, but it does allow all the candidates to have their shackles off and say, look. This is the Ed Davey yeah. vision for Britain, or the Lib Dems. Yeah. And I think that might open up, because I don't know if you've heard, I mean, Rebecca Long-Bailey's big grievance at the moment with the Labour leadership is that she's saying there's no policies being yeah. talked about. Why she would want to talk about her policies. <laughs> anyway, because you could just read Jeremy Corbyn's. Um, but it, I think that's an opportunity for the Lib Dems to maybe open this tent up a little bit. I think, it, I think you're, you're spot on. So our party has been dominated by one issue for, well, since 2016. Mm -hmm. And we've grown a huge membership base on the back of that. Um, And all of those members, they will have joined, generally, I would say a large percentage of those members would have joined for one reason. And now we've got a whole membership base who actually have different opinions and maybe different opinions to what Liberal Democrats traditionally had. Yeah. So I think it's quite an exciting thing of what is the lib- what does it mean to be a Liberal Democrat now? Yeah. yeah, obviously Europe is the one that all combines us, but there are probably going to be different views on um, education, different views on health service, different views on defence. The size of the state. The size of the state, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, local government is local. So, previously, local government has been a real big mm-hmm. um, kind of talking point for us. Is that going to matter as much? I hope it does, yeah. but is that going to matter as much? I think, and that's going to be the interesting challenge for all of those um, people that are putting themselves forward for leader, is how do they kind of bridge that gap now because I think we mentioned Rebecca Long Bailey there the Labour Party is a very strange church yeah. I think we're I think we'll find that we're actually a very broad church yeah. and, and, and it's key I mean the Labour Party is very in we all I'm doing a lot of comparisons with Labour both in this podcast and the last one but the Labour Party again not understanding why it lost mm. it is one of the biggest political parties in Europe yeah. but membership and fanboys doesn't mm-hmm. always equate to good policy, yeah, and they, and so you've got to have. I mean, I think the Lib Dem one of the strengths of the Lib Dems is we we have arguments about everything in in, in conference. I mean, everything and everything gets yeah. scrutinised. There's always mm-hmm. someone that thinks that concrete traffic posts are more important than steel <laughs> ones or something like that. We there's always a debate on everything, mm. and I'm not sure that's there in Labour. Mm. So that I think they get a well, it becomes an echo chamber. Yeah, it does, and so you don't challenge it. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, they're not. It's not. A very democratic system. I, the thing that I love, and when I joined the party and I went to my first conference, the candidate who I worked for at the time was Colin Eldridge, mm. and I, I we were in the conference chamber. This was before one member one vote, but he, as some people, I forgot what the motion was, but a load of people were voting on it, and he turned around to me and said, "This is the best thing about our party. It doesn't mm. matter who you are or where you're from, yeah. you get a vote." Yeah. And I think this is this could be interesting if we can engage our members into that policy process. And I'm laughing at the fact that I'm talking about policy because I'm, mm. I'm inherently a campaigner. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we can get 
more people involved in the policy process and take that power away from you know your conference committees and your federal boards and stuff yeah. and get people which I th hopefully we're going to lead into talking about what it means to be a Lib Dem in the North, but actually kind of giving it back to the members, that power back to the members to create policy, I think that could be a really exciting time for us. And, and I think we have to, we, you, I completely agree, we have to bridge that gap. Yeah. You know, because there, there is a, such a disconnect. If you say, you know, the Federal Policy Committee and stuff, I'm, I'm, people like Richard have been on virtually every committee the, the Lib Dems mm. have got, how many people could actually say, oh, how many members, campaigners, mm -hmm. could I say in person and say, what was, the, what was the last thing that came out of the Federal Policy yeah, yeah. Committee? Yeah. They probably wouldn't have a clue. No. And, and too many of them would say, okay, what was the last time the region did anything for us? Yeah. Probably not, you know, probably, and actually, the region does do things, but sometimes they're helping parties getting set up, or things mm. like the European elections last year, pumping yeah. money into Absolutely. that to actually yeah, do yeah. it. Um, but the, I think there's a disconnect there where people mm. don't see how they can make a difference. Yeah. And... And sometimes the difference can be so profound. I, I spoke to the lady that came up with the um, the, the the raising the income tax threshold mm -hmm. because it was, a, it, was a, it was a regular Lib Dem member. Yeah, I think her name's Elizabeth. I, I, yeah. I, I do apologise, but um, and then she she got involved. She had that idea. She took it to the women's Lib Dems, mm -hmm. then took it to a regional conference, yeah. then took it to the conference, became policy enacted, and now every party tries to take credit yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, that is the power of our party. Yeah. And that's so appealing to people to say, actually, you can make a massive difference yeah. in this party. But I think maybe the process is just too long and too difficult. I think it is. And I think that, but also I think there is a culture in our party um, where it's, we concentrate a lot on the kind of the immediate delivery of campaigns mm. and, and, and quite rightly and winning um, but actually, and as we talked about in a previous podcast, in the previous podcast, that actually we've probably got a bit of a break at the moment. Mm. So how do we use that space, not just in terms of building up our campaigns, but actually building up a party where everyone has their voice kind of, or has the ability to kind of influence what the party's doing? Because my worry with the general election review, and I, this is not about the people running it, absolutely mm -hmm. fine, like Dorothy Thornhill and people like that, they, they've been mm. around local government and been a campaigners on the ground for a very long time is it, we don't want it just to be a okay the head of campaigns made this stupid decision yeah. X Y Z we all have to own a little bit of why the Lib Dems yeah. weren't as successful yeah. as what we should have been in twenty in last year yeah I, yeah absolutely and that's a, a worry I've got with the um, I, I don't want it to turn into that I think that actually I used to work for the party so previously to being the parliamentary candidate I was a campaign organizer then a campaign mm. officer um, and. I think that sadly, since 2010, there's been almost a culture of blame mm. where, you know, the election doesn't go as well as you think it's going to go. And we, the party immediately looks for scapegoats. Yeah. What I'd like to see from this review, and I think the noise is coming out, I think are positive about this, is that I want to see a change in the culture of mm. the party. I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to see a change in the personnel. Because no. I think, actually, yeah, I, that's yeah, basically what Cause I Because otherwise you're just, you know, throwing the baby out with the back, down, with the, oh, that's <laughs> right. <that's, that's, that's. laughs> yes, I agree, Tom. <laughs> Good, right, move on. <laughs> so, so, so if we want to change, I think you're right, we want to change the culture of the Lib Dems. Yeah. So I think, obviously, we don't have these local elections to bounce. So if you're listening to this podcast, which we do, we get people all over the place, sometimes in other countries as well, yeah. and you want to make a difference, what would you say, what, what should they do? Should they think of 
getting in touch with their with their region, or is it about getting on the ground, starting working? I think there are two things. So I think it's getting in uh, on the ground, you know, getting involved, standing for council, all those kind of things. But what I really like is kind of the groups that kind of circle around the main. So we're talking about liberal reform, social um, uh, liberal uh, forum. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Green Lib Dems. Um, you're involved in a northern network now. Yeah. Um, I think actually they're the places where you can get your voice heard yeah. because it's the groups aren't, they're generally they're quite small mm. and it's a it's a small group of people doing a lot of things so they're always willing to have like for more help and more of uh, guidance and stuff i think that's a real key thing to get involved in those groups who then can give you a platform for kind of and, and link you in with the, the larger party yeah because it's, it's i mean to do with the, the northern liberal network which we were going to do a podcast about while we're at conference but obviously it got it got cancelled is to again just getting a bit of coordination, so we're not mm. so disparate, you know. Yeah. That's because the, there are now huge swathes of the country that have no Lib Dem parliamentary yeah. ca- uh, representation at all. Yeah, yeah. And actually, what is it do we want in, to bring forward in our mm-hmm. area? I mean, as soon as we, I mean, and it isn't like kind of a, things that are going to benefit the North are going to benefit the Midlands, mm. you know. That's yeah. a, and I and I had a chap contact me just and saying is the Northern Liberal Network going to include the Midlands? I said, well, it's not an exclusive club. Mm. You know, if we if we're worried about, say, car manufacturing here in, you know, here in uh, Lancashire in the yeah. North and everything else like that, it's going to be the same in the one, the car yeah. manufacturing in the Midlands. It's a, there's, but it's, it's again, it's adding focus yeah. to that area. So actually, because not want any of us, we're all busy. Mm-hmm. We're all got local elections. Mm-hmm. We're all probably doing some sort of exec role on our local party yeah. as well. It's, it's the nature of being a Lib Dem, but actually, all if we have a group where all of us can do a little bit mm. to make a bigger impact, then that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, how absolutely. I see it going. Absolutely makes sense. Yeah, completely. So we will say, like I say, I, I do go on look at say the the Liberal Reform and all these other Green mm. Lib Dems and things yeah. like that because and make it you can, you can I want to just emphasize you can make a real big difference locally as well. Yeah. Because that's because none of the parliamentary seats we won, and the classic one is St Albans. That, yeah. that Daisy took this time. They started that by winning locally. Yeah, yeah, and that's that is the key thing. So I think, and this is again the disappointment about the local elections here not happening is actually we had a real chance to kind of get some new candidates in mm-hmm. um, to kind of stop. I think there has been a bit of a Tory firming up, you yeah. know, and this is a I chance agree. for us to stop that um, and. And actually, kind of get back into winning again. And and what I've liked about um, it's 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 kind of um, a hair of the dog treatment, I guess, is after the general election result, which was disappointing for a load of us, is going back and knocking on the door yeah. and and forgetting actually because we'd had all this kind of campaigning throughout. Two thousand nineteen was the year of elections, wasn't it? Yeah. But and then actually knocking on doors and rather than the first thing saying we're coming around to see who you're voting for. Just asking, well, what's the matter? What what's the issue on the street? And and it was a weird kind of because it not only is it cathartic for yourself as a campaigner to not think to actually get back out there and yeah. and get back on on with it, but actually I knocked on probably about three hundred doors between the end of the election and then the end of January just mm-hmm. to try. And it's amazing how open people once it's done. Yeah, yeah. The kind of response you got on the door was far more yeah. not honest is not the right word, but they were very candid, saying, yeah. you know, actually, you guys superb locally, 
God, that revoke policy was, a, was, a, was a, or, or, or something like that. Yeah. And you get a wonderful insight. And actually, because you can feel like, because I saw like in my ward, mm. where we, we, all three of us were elected last year in an all-out election, where we got nearly 60% of the vote. Um, when we looked at, when I was doing the box count for the general election, mm. you know, maybe we, we dropped down to maybe about 7 or 8%. Yeah. yeah. And so it can be, it can, you can think, oh my days, yeah. what, I mean, slightly different for Cheadle because you're a, Parliamentary target seat, mm-hmm. while Preston, why in Preston North, where I was standing, isn't. But it, it can it can really hit you. Think, oh, come on, people. Yeah, what's happened there? <laughs> yeah, um, but then you speak to after. I mean, we we don't engage with them on the national level because mm. we're not at that place yet yeah. in Preston. Um, but it, it, it's really good for you to get your energies back up, mm-hmm. to get back into the yeah. swing of things, and I, and I think that's what we've got to do. And I, yeah, but I do think mm-hmm. that we did have. And this is probably not a, a, a popular thing to say. We had a say good, it. Yeah, I'm going to say. <laughs> say I'm, I'm going to say. I'll, I'll edit it out if you go. Ooh, so I'm going to say that. No, but is that I think after last year's locals mm. and after the Euro success, I think we had some people coming to our party who thought winning would be easy. I agree. And we have certainly seen in Preston a couple of people who are like, yeah, let's go and take it to the toys, let's have a yeah. march, we're on the way to victory yeah. and things like that, who have, since the general election, have flattened. Yeah. And actually will probably leave the party yeah. at some point. I, I really hope they don't, mm. and we want we want as many yeah. members and supporters and activists as but I think the, the people who do leave will have thought, actually, I didn't realise it was going to be this tough. Yeah. Elect. Elections are hard, (laughs) and if they weren't hard, everyone would do them. Yeah, Um, and I think that's, I think you're spot on. I think there is that moment that after after the general election, there will be a substantial group of people that kind of go, "Well, I thought this was going to be easy." This is why I and I've got lots of friends who have hashtag FBPE yeah yeah, yeah, on there, and I am very sorry for what I'm about to say, but I just didn't agree with that stuff Mm. I just I thought it was what it did was it it created an echo chamber for us all to and that was I think that's the problem I mean we are gonna go down the rabbit hole of me criticizing the Remain campaign and I think this is what happened we talked to ourselves um but I think actually now what we've got to get back at and talking about where do the Liberal Democrats go from here and what is the future of the Dems is you know what the thing that I love about the Lib Dems and the thing that I've always been proud of is we're the people that show up. Yeah. Right? So, for instance, in my ward, we've got a, an issue around speeding traffic around schools. Okay, so the the Labour Party here are putting out of a, a petition. It's just going to go back to them. As, you know, who they, it doesn't even clear who they're going to petition about it. Whereas we're, and the candidates here, we're going, meeting the school, organised meeting with residents. We're the ones that are kind of bridging that gap and trying to go forward. The, the thing is, is what I think is what we've seen from past elections is people are getting sick of politicians, but they're not getting sick of people trying to do the right yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and what we've said on previous podcasts is that if you're starting out in campaigning, you don't even have to fix an issue. You just have to let people know that you're trying. Yeah, just show up. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it will make a massive difference yeah. to that bit, to those people. Absolutely. And, and that's what I tell new campaigners for us. I said, you could, I, one of, we've just lost out on a, on a controversial planning issue in, in one of our mm-hmm. wards where a church hall, which was really well used for the community and mm-hmm. everything else, is now going to be knocked down. Yeah. And, um, and, one of my, and one of my lads said, 
you know, I, I came in politics to try and fight stuff mm. like this. And I said, you, you will not win every every time. Yeah. But by fighting it, mm-hmm. standing up for the community, you are benefiting that community, mm. even if you don't win every time. Yeah. Because now, whatever the new, whatever happens with that piece of land, they'll be very conscious. There was a huge public backlash mm-hmm. against it. Yeah. And you were at the forefront of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it, like I said, it's very it's very easy after defeat to to cower and yeah. and think, oh, what's the point? Yeah. But there's always more battles to come. Exactly. And and, and without Lib Dems, and you, you see it, and the Lib Dems have to be there because there are vast swathes in local areas, mm-hmm. people who are listening to this that have had bugger all kind of yeah. political representation mm-hmm. or, or challenge to, mm-hmm. you know, a Labour seat that's been Labour for the last hundred yeah, yeah. years or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's what we've got to do. That's yeah. what I, I've got to I mean, in Preston, I know our, our base is in the north and west of Preston. Mm. And we and we were talking to some of our candidates and campaigners yesterday, we can't just stay there. Mm. We have to go into the areas that have been Tory since forever yeah, yeah. and Labour since forever yeah, yeah. and give them proper representation because you can see the difference. You see the turnout stats. Yes. You see how... Areas that have good Lib Dem local campaigns, the turnout's generally better. Yeah, yeah. People feel engaged with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's part of our regeneration as well. And it's and it's not sexy, it's not fancy, it's not the Macron kind of yeah. we're gonna walk yeah. into power in yeah. two years, but it's the building blocks of what the Lib Dems yeah, have to exactly. build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's 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 also the way our our political system works. Is mm. we we will never have a Macron moment here we it just it it cannot happen yeah. um we're never going to have a kind of a we, we can't sit around and be on facebook and twitter arguing with people expecting you know our candidate for prime minister to, to mm. win mm. it's just not going to happen uh, but what we can do is actually have a positive effect on people's lives and the only way we're going to do that is knocking on doors putting out surveys picking up the phone and just either trying to get stuff fixed or like fighting on people in people's corners. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to do it. And and you know there, there were some people in the Lib Dems who want to see it as a career. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've worked for the party. I'm a local party organizer as well as all the councillor bits and pieces that I do. But we have to remember that a lot of the people that do the Lib Dem stuff yeah. aren't going to do it. It isn't going to be a career for you. Yeah. You yeah. know. Again, we talked in the last podcast. If you're after for money, power, you know, you're not you going to be a, be a Lib, Lib Dem. Dem. <laughs> um, but the joy of doing, of helping mm. people in the yeah. community and being part of that, five, ten percent of people that do, goes that extra yeah, mile yeah, and yeah. helps the community is incredibly rewarding. It is really, and it goes back to what I said earlier as well, and then in kind of a more kind of federal sense of the party, is then being in a hall with a group of people, you know, and all of you are going to have a say on raising the income tax threshold or whether we're going to set up a green investment bank mm. or, you know, whether we're going to... Uh, agree that actually regardless of your sexuality you should be able to to marry yeah. i think that is um that's the beauty of a lib dem it's on the ground level of knocking on doors helping people but it's also being with like-minded people to actually have a positive effect on the country if we ever get the opportunity to do it so, so we kind of discussed there about what we can do locally and i think that's probably the majority of people listening to this that's what they can do yeah you know i i use this or with votes on the doors that I have very little influence about the shenanigans going on in Westminster mm-hmm. but I can make sure that you know your drains are cleared and your flooding is going to be taken yeah, into yeah. account and all the rest of it um, but what would from a, from the National Party front 
obviously it will be dependent on the leader, mm-hmm. on what kind of leader we get. But what, where do you think we're going policy-wise? Where do you think our big drives will be? I mean, I, for me, I think mental health and housing yeah. is going to become ever more prevalent in social care. Yeah. Um, I think particularly with coronavirus hitting at the moment, the, the lack of um, kind of any sort of substance behind... Ve- oh, I'm sorry, I'm okay. The lack of any sort of depth... To mm-hmm. our social care, yeah, to yeah. care for people at home, mm-hmm. and so because we're going to see a, a lot of pressure on our, on the NHS, yeah. then actually social care, if we'd dealt with it years ago, would have kept some of that pressure off. Yeah. But where where do you see policy wise the Lib Dems going? I see. Um, well, for me personally, it, well, as you said, it depends on the leader, and it depends on how because that will be a a, a form of a that, that you will see where the party's kind of yeah. going. Not the just narrative, through, yeah, yeah, exactly. Towards, not yeah. just in terms of who the leader is, but in terms of the the people that are voting for them. Um, but where I think kind of the big battlegrounds will be, I don't think we can escape that climate change will be. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's going right. to be key. I'm shocked now that we are becoming more and more blind to flooding. Mm. because it's just happening so often mm. it's just becoming a thing right and that's that's just not acceptable and i think you're bang on about social care mm. I, th- I just i really i really struggle um with the the apparent disconnect that we have with our national health service and our social care system yeah um and i don't i think at a human level it doesn't work at all mm. and and also on a kind of a um, a kind of awareness level, I think it's they're so kind of disconnected that things fall through the cracks yeah. so easily. And actually, the other thing that I think where the Lib Dems need to be is we're and this is going to sound very kind of grandiose, but we're the Lib Dems are best when we're like the kind of the nation's conscience on something. Mm-hmm. And I just like and we did it with Brexit, we did it with the Iraq War, we did it with ID cards. We've, we're doing it with climate change. Um, I don't think, as a party, we should ever be scared of standing up and saying, you know what, that's wrong. Yeah. That's absolutely wrong. Yeah. And generally, generally speaking, I think that... Um, I think people like us for that. Yeah. We've got to get back to that. And I think, I th- I think being brave in what you believe in, even mm-hmm. if it's going to piss off or lose voters mm-hmm. on the other side, I think generally gets rewarded for, say... Well, at least you're being honest. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have, I'm, obviously, I'm not, I'm not completely reckless in terms of when mm-hmm. I go canvassing and yeah, stuff yeah, like. But yeah, if yeah, I fundamentally course. disagree with someone, I just say, mm-hmm. look, I'm not on the same page. Yeah, you, mate. Yeah. I, I understand your argument. I just disagree with it. Yeah, yeah. And and a classic one for me is immigration. Yeah, you know, so much nonsense and well, basically mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, about immigration, and I say, look, I'm pro immigration. Yeah, yeah, I think it generally it. it not just economically, but culturally, it yeah, enriches yeah. our country, mm-hmm. and we and not enough of us are brave enough yeah. to say actually, regardless what the right wing press say, yeah. regardless because actually what they're they're peddling something that I'm not mm-hmm. willing to buy, yeah, and actually this is what we believe in. We and you know and the classic one, I think the policy that has done well in the last two years is the penny on income tax for the health service, mm-hmm. and when I've done hustings, I've said you know I get people don't want to pay mm-hmm. more tax. I completely understand that, but if you want a health service that's going to manage in the next, in the next, going forward for the next yeah. century, you're going to have to pay for it. People yeah. are living longer, yeah, yeah. and even though people, some might not agree with me, some might like say be absolutely against paying more tax. I think the NHS is inefficient, and blah blah blah. All those other arguments that come up, I say, 
but they generally accept, okay, he's, he's telling you yeah. something that he honestly believes that's in. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I think that's it. We've got to be, we've got to just be, I, it's, you know what? I think we've got to, I hope, I hope, I hope we keep our anger. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think anger is such a positive energy. I'm not talking about just kind of rage and yelling and screaming. Yeah. I'm thinking if we can't get angry about what this government are doing and what the Labour Party are allowing this government to do, yeah. then, I mean, politics ain't for you. Yeah. If, if, you if you're not fighting injustices that you see in society, then why, why are you here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah, why, why are we bothering? Yeah. But, no, you know, that... I really enjoyed this conversation. I mean, w- w- I mean, we're kind of a little bit of bystanders to what will happen, but we mm. like we will certainly have our say in the national party. Because what's interesting with conference being cancelled, mm-hmm. another hope for me might be, okay, will the party look at new ways so it's not just the com- everything goes yeah. to conference and emotion. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. conference is bloody expensive. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm just booked to go to Brighton. You know, that's what. Nearly three, four hundred pounds for my accommodation. Mm-hmm. I've got to travel down yeah. there. You've got your pass. You've got your food. Mm-hmm. You've got everything else. It's actually quite a pricey thing to go to comfort. And there are small schemes to help yeah. some people do stuff, but it's not. It's but not I think but it's a, also yeah. time as well. How many people yeah. have four days to take? I off? think you've got. I think you're, you're bang on. And the spring conference is always a weird one because actually, I mean, the main conference, yeah, it's needed. We've got to do it. It's yeah, and generally, it's. It's a it's a good coming together. It's always in the south, which annoys me. It should yeah. be it should be dotted around the country. The Glasgow one was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah, excellent. Yeah, I mean, super. Yeah. But then you got Spring Conference, which is a bit smaller. Like, why? I think there's a conversation about like, why are we having Spring Conference. Well, we're the only party that does now. Yeah, I'm exactly. on the, the SNP might as well actually. But, but Labour, Labour do, Tories don't. Labour do a local government conference. Yeah. So and considering actually Spring is kind of going into the local election. Is there something maybe we should do a local government conference instead? Or maybe more power to the regional conferences. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, sometimes yeah. the Northwest Regional Conferences is pretty, yeah, I think it's pretty thin, yeah. shall we say. Yeah. It, it, I think you're being polite. Uh, as, yeah. as, as, <laughs> and, and again, the people that kind of organise the, the regional conferences are, 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 you know, this is not a slight on them, but it just it doesn't get the weight of importance. No, because it doesn't get any support from the centre. Because yeah. it is there. I think there is a view from the centre where it's like the regions will sort it out. And if you're in London... Like I said, London Regional Conference, from what I hear, it's a really, it's a, it's a buzzing event. Yeah. I think, I'm sure someone will tell me that I'm wrong. But the North, um, so I've been, because I've worked for the party, I've been to East Midlands, West mm. Midlands conferences, and North West, and I think a Yorkshire number one. And actually, all of them, it's like, well, if this had a bit more support, a bit more drive, mm. uh, you know, then maybe this could be something. So maybe that's the area. Yeah. I'm kind of coalescing around where the party needs to do is actually improve the regions. Yeah. Actually allow... Because actually me and you go into, whether it's the Lakes or Liverpool or whatever, the, mm-hmm. the Northwest Regional Car, isn't too much of a drama. You can you probably yeah. share a car. Me going all the way to Brighton, Yeah, yeah. you've got to be fairly committed yeah. to want yeah. to do that. Um, so I think that, 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 that's, a, that's an interesting challenge for the regions as well, particularly ones in the Northwest where we have one MP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, where, you know, we don't have quite... And I see, you know, and it's fair play to London. It's fantastic for them. They have these fantastic lived empire yeah. events where they can get an MP or Come two. Come on, let's do some London in. bashing. Yeah, Come no, on. No, 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 no. And I'm purposely not. But I'm saying it's very easy for them to get Lord such and such to turn up and yeah. give a talk and all the MP or mm-hmm. whoever else. Yeah. It's far more difficult it, yeah. in the regions it to is, do yeah. that. And also, I think there is... in, the, And this is a very Northwest perspective. I think... 
the Northwest is a region, but the Northwest doesn't have a Northwest character. No. So I think there is a, and so maybe it doesn't, uh, maybe this is a, we're going too far in this, but you know, what I'd like to see as I'm, um, I represent a, um, a, well, I'm a candidate in a greater Manchester seat. I'd like to see the greater Manchester Lib Dems do more mm. stuff together. Yeah. I'd like to see the Merseyside Lib Dems, you know, do they come together? I know Chris Brown is very kind of busy doing stuff there, but you know, is there stuff that we can learn to make more of a kind of, could we learn from London, yeah. Greater London, and put that here? I think you're right. I think we have too many little silos. Yeah. And instead of being a coordinating issue, I mean, only just recently, we've up in Lancashire where we have no MPs at all, um, that we're trying to, there was no kind of coordination across yeah. the patch. So mm. I'm a Lancashire County Councillor, so everywhere apart from Blackpool and Blackburn, who are unitaries and out on their own, we're all part of that, but we haven't had any sort of coordinating voice. So stuff yeah. we do on Lancashire County Council we then don't really feed to the rest of the local yeah. parties. Mm. And so we've, we've started now doing bits and pieces where we're saying, okay, this was the, Lanka, the, the county council budget, go use this in your... Yeah, so this, yeah. is, this is things you can hit Labour with, this is things you can hit the Tories with, mm. whichever kind of seat you're facing. Yeah. Is some, but we don't have that sort of coordination. Yeah. And you're, we can't go too local to the point where we're not going to have a Lancashire conference or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. But I think if we empower the North West Conference or the East Midlands or wherever the mm-hmm. other conferences are to have... A bit more oomph. Yeah, I agree. Then, uh, maybe the conference is saying we're gonna we're gonna reassess something and so almost a controversial policy. Mm-hmm. Does the North want HS two? Yeah, something like that actually, where the proviso is, oh, of course you do, but actually there's a lot of things where we would prefer actually a link between Manchester and Leeds. So would they be, would it be a bigger policy? And then actually making them those those conferences more relevant, so they would actually have a fuller say on the federal. So I, I mean, I've been to several Northwest conferences where I've sat discussing policy papers, mm. and then I just, but then at the end, I think like, is this going anywhere? Well, like, that, and, this- and, and Richard Kemp has a a real bugbear of him is actually we come up with these virtuous lovely policy papers and this is right the way up to the federal policy yeah. board what do we do with them? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, these, just... are, these are brilliant documents that have been mm. researched people have put their time and effort yeah. into it What? where does it go? Yeah exactly do we enable the re- if we have a brilliant policy paper do we tell the region okay here's something here's the policy here's how we can possibly disseminate it and use it mm-hmm. within local councils yes yeah, completely That's never happened to me. I will say the ALDC has now started to do this thing of a council motion of the week. Yeah. Where we can see what other councils are doing. That's fantastic. I really like that feature and and I praise the ALDC for that. But we should be doing that more. When was the last time we ever got anything from the region saying, actually, here's what other regions are doing, go copy them? Yeah, yeah. Well, or whatever. No, and I mean, there's a bit of a kind of, I think we've got some potential group working with the Northern Bauhaus agenda mm-hmm. with Yorkshire and North East and the North West coming together. But still, I don't know if it's, it's, it's the, I think they're doing the right thing. I don't know if we're hitting the right notes at the moment because it's not getting everyone. I, no, none of my members are talking to me about it, yeah. which is a... Yeah, yeah. And, and, and maybe me and you, what we need to hear from people of this podcast, because me and you are committed. You know, mm. we're part of the crazy, the crazy bunch that would be doing this stuff anyway. We yeah. care about all this stuff. But actually, is it on the radar of most of our yeah. members? Probably not, and it should be. So maybe yeah. if you are a listener out there, okay, what do you want to see from a regional yeah. level to help improve you either feeling more connected? Because mm-hmm. not everyone's going to be an activist. We get that. We yeah. know that. But to make you feel more a part of the yeah. process, should there be some sort of more consultation? And I get... 
money is tight, so a lot of this will be yeah. either online or via email. But you look at your membership lists. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you get someone without an email, it's very, very, very but, rare. Yeah. Um, so what what would you like to see the Liberal Democrats either regionally or nationally do? Let us know. Talk, like I say, you can send us a tweet, send us a Facebook message. You can send it privately if you wish. Um, a message to the Facebook page. That's mm-hmm. do that, and we'll we'll take them on board and see what we can do. Because the more successful we are at engaging our members and people feeling like they're part of the journey, mm. the more successful we're going to be locally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a win win for people yeah. like us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, more people involved and active. That would be great. And on that, I think we'll call an end to this podcast. I, I really want to thank you, Tom, for giving up a couple of hours for me to come down I've here. I've really enjoyed this. So yeah. I feel like we might have to do this again. Yeah. Because I, I, I like these chats, whether it's on the phone or, I mean, I'm only 40 minutes away anyway. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah we um, should do more of this. We'll get Carla involved as well. Because well, oh, right. she likes to have a good rant about the Lib Dems. So Does she? Let's do, yeah, yeah. Well, and she's, is Carla, your wife, a member of the Lib Dems? Yeah, she is. is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so okay. I think actually at a regional conference thing that she was, there was a suggestion they were going to try and co-opt her. Oh right! She, uh, yeah, uh, Hillary Stevenson said, um, "You've got some opinions. We could, <laughs> we could do with that." <laughs> but, and, and you see, I, my wife goes. My, my wife, she's a member of the Lib Dems, but she has virtually no interest in politics whatsoever. And so I use her as my kind of sounding board. <laughs> do you care about this issue? No, you idiot. Oh right, right. Don't put that. Don't put that on a leaflet. It's not. <laughs> but thank yeah. you so so much, Tom, cool. for 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 being here. Being here at your house. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for thank being you for your being house. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but thank you very much for coming on the pod uh, these last couple episodes we'll get more in the diary thank you everyone for listening do uh, like us do subscribe do share us around do contact us on at LibDemPod on Twitter Instagram and Facebook do follow myself at John Potter LD what also let us know what you'd like podcasts on I'm thinking about doing kind of a virtual conference tour um, which is because all those you know, stall holders that me and Tom have seen every single year. Um, I just thought, well, they haven't had a conference this year, so mm-hmm. I might go and ring them up and see if they want to do their pitch. That's a brilliant idea. So we'll do, we'll yeah. do a, an episode with all the different stands you could have seen if you had gone to York. <laughs> um, but no, thank you very much for listening. Do take care out there. Obviously, we do know what's going on with coronavirus and everything else. Do look after yourself. Do take sensible precautions. And we'll have another episode very, very soon. <laughs>